You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mies. And today, we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Esli. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 So tell us a little about you. Okay, so I am originally from Anaheim's, the happiest city in California, because it's right next to Disneyland or in the city where Disneyland's at. I do photography, I do finance sales, a little bit of marketing. I'm a kind of a little hippie. I like to travel, like camping, all that good stuff. As long as I have my camera, I really don't care what I do. I have fun pretty much anywhere. Awesome. Yeah. And are you currently, I mean, I know with coronavirus, everything's a little off, but are you currently seeing anyone dating at all? I am not on the market for all of that. So no, I'm not seeing anyone specifically. Um, I date around, very honest about that. but. I just think I'm too busy in the moment. That's every guy's excuse. I hate to use that excuse, but that's every guy's excuse. Too busy, don't have time, feel selfish. Yeah, oh, I feel you. Are you on any dating apps? I've actually recently tried Hinge because my roommate does it and he loves it. He loves it. I'm still kind of getting used to it because girls could actually like your photos first and then you kind of decide whether or not you want to proceed or send a message. You can even give the girl the choice to be the first one to send a message. No way. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because like I haven't, I honestly hadn't heard of Hinge until today. Have you oh, known? No way. Oh yeah. yeah Hinge, no, Hinge is now my preferred platform. Although, like, I, I'm really not on the apps any, that much anymore. But if I am going to use an app, it's Hinge. It's it's just a good experience. But not to say that the other apps aren't good. There's just you know, just whatever your preference is. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, you got a nice clean apartment there. Like, it looks like uh, being being locked down is it, you're in a good spot to be. How is oh, the definitely? How is dating around during coronavirus for you? Dating around, I'm not gonna lie. In the beginning, when everyone wasn't taking it as serious, I was having a couple people over, keeping it under eight people. So it wasn't until recently that I'm just like, oh wow, like I really can't hang out with anyone. Yeah, unless you lice all them down and make sure that they're wearing a mask, then that's a different story. I feel like a lot of people are that way, though. You know, I think it's just it's kind of hard to wrap your head around since we've never experienced it. Yeah, definitely. It's a a weird situation. Yeah. Great. So tell us a little bit about so when when you do go find someone that that you do, they pass your coronavirus filter and you decide to bring them home. (laughs) What does that person look like or or act like you don't have to be we don't have to go physical. You can tell us about their their personality, too. A little bit of both. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I am not into entitled girls, meaning like girls that are too like prissy, uptight, kind of focusing too much on materialistic things. Again, I like to go ahead and go out in nature and stuff. So if they can't, if they're scared of bugs and stuff like that, that's going to be a turnoff for me. So personality wise, outdoors woman, family woman, funny, gets my jokes, isn't too uptight, meaning that she's going to get upset very easy. Those are kind of like the first couple tests there. Obviously, looks has a lot to do with it. I don't have a particular type as far as race or anything like that. As long as she's pretty, then that's all that matters. Wait a second. I got to clarify. How big of a bug is it? Is it a turnoff to be scared of? Like how, like, you know? Okay. 
I mean, spiders, I get it. I get it. But people, but like, I don't know, like ants or mosquitoes or anything like that. I'm just like, are you serious? Like, it's not, it's not big of a deal. You're not going to die. Got it. So the size of the bug does matter. Always does. Always will do. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about just kind of like your sort of relationship goals. Like, obviously you're not looking for anything right now, but what would be a perfect match for you in an ideal scenario? Okay, so perfect. A girl that is good at what she's doing or wants to be better at what she's doing doesn't have to mean that she's an entrepreneur. But I think th- uh, someone that has those characteristics of always trying to get herself into different situations or jobs or start out companies or help companies build like the best type of product or whatever, then I feel like those characteristics always match with me because I'm kind of the same way. I kind of bounce around different areas. Family woman, definitely, because the girls that I've dated in the back uh, in the past that do have too much baggage. I'm, I'm a caring guy. I'm trying to help you out. And that just drains my energy and it just doesn't work out for me. I lose myself in that. Mm-hmm. So family woman, I think having like a good perception over life in general, I'm not saying like you have to be super religious, but at least have some kind of moral compass. Yeah. And what are your feelings about monogamy or, or non-monogamy? I'm not going to lie. I just had this conversation with my roommate. He's my best friend. We're talking about open relationships and I kind of would be down. I'm not that type of jealous person. As long as I know before getting into the relationship, I think I could do it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Have you cool. like experienced like with girls, like have you brought that up with girls you've dated and like, what was their reaction? For the most part, women are pretty jealous women. You know what I mean? Like, you guys want one person. That's it. Which I get. Yeah. But the reality is, I mean, especially nowadays, you have so many options in front of you at all times. It's just like, why not have that open-mindedness? I mean, I have friends that are still down for that, but they're like, okay, I could do whatever I want. But when it comes to you, you can't do anything unless it's another girl. So that's that's where I think it get tricky. I don't know how it feel like if you and I were dating and all of a sudden you're like, hey, I just slept with this random dude, you know, last night. I'd be like, Okay. Yeah, because normally it's like not trying to be like it's always, it's normally though like nine out of ten times it's the guy who does that. So I feel like girls like sometimes will act like they're down, but then like if you were like oh I just like slept with another girl, they would go batshit crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a tr- it's a tricky thing. I mean, I haven't met anyone that's been in an open relationship and could just be like, well, these are kind of the rules and this is how it works out. I mean, it's I feel like it's one of something you just kind of walk into. Definitely. Yeah, you need, there's definitely a lot of agreements that need to be in place and you have to have that mentality from the get go. I think, you know, what I've seen is a lot of people, they either can start it as an open thing, but it's really hard to take a monogamous relationship to open it. Oh, yeah. But it's not like it's not been done before. People will do it all the time, Ooh. but uh, it, it does take a special, a special tolerance. <laughs> exactly. And whoever does figure it out yeah. the cheat code, let me know. Write a book about it. <laughs> Tutorials, please. <laughs> yeah all right so would you say you're a night owl or a morning person i'm weirdly both i know that sounds so funny but i am the type that will stay up late at night and wake up early to get work done a lot of coffee a lot of coffee i'm a professional nap taker so i give me 15 minutes and i feel charged up do you actually fall asleep or is it like that meditative state where you're just like half there half not no like within a minute and a half like i'm i'm dreaming almost maybe this because i'm always like already exhausted my sleep schedule is pretty bad sometimes all right so if you're on dating apps like what's the craziest date you've ever been on like is there anyone that like you thought was going to be super cool and chill and then you met up with them and you're like oh hell no or like they looked really hot in their pictures and you're like oh hell no when you met them in person oh i've that's honestly has never happened to me because i 
do my research before. I've had way too many friends get catfished. I've had friends where uh, I, I felt like it was a dude on the other side of the fucking phone. So uh, I'm like, be careful with that. It's too easy to catfish people nowadays. Like, like I'm really good at Photoshop. If I had the patience and was weird like that, where I wanted to, you know, get some guys to come send me pictures, I, I feel like I'd be able to do it very easily. Cause it's not that hard to kind of copy someone. Still all your pictures and then post them up and then you're texting me and then that's it. Definitely. Yeah. What would you do if you did show up and you got catfish? I would probably record me saying something to her. I wouldn't be rude. I'd just be like, well, thank you for deceiving me and just walk away. I don't think I'd ever be confrontational about it or anything crazy. I I think it'd just be like, damn, thank you for wasting my time. That's just my personality. I don't get mad fast. What do you think it is with the the mindset that that someone would go ahead and and do that? Do you think that is something about like just the times that we're in or... Definitely. Is it deeper than that? I mean, it's obviously a little bit deeper than that, but I mean, we're, we live in a society where we're just trying to get accepted all the time. You know what I mean? There's filters for everything now. I mean, even me, like being into photography, like it's, I can manipulate pictures so easily. Now it's easy as getting a, an app and being able to do it. Facetune, stuff like that. People are very easy, are good at using that. Uh, it used to be harder back in the day because you actually had a, you know, Photoshop or something skills. But yeah. um, I think it's very common. I think it's very common. Everyone knows at least 10 girls that, or guys that are catfish. And you're just like, there, yeah. there goes Johnny over there posting a picture acting like he's shredded right now, but he just facetuned it. Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, everyone is looking for some form of like, you know, validation or companionship. And, and that's the only way they can see it to, to get the attention. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, what would you say is your favorite part of companionship and like companionship? Being, being with, someone else yeah just the having the experience of being some with someone sharing uh, you know your life sharing their life how it's like so different how it's so similar even elaborating on ideas especially if you're dating someone you like them it's for a reason so you always elaborate on that whether it's traveling or she's a artistic girl as well like it's so easy to kind of connect in that aspect i mean as an artist i feel like i i like artistic girls like it's it's we could go and sit down, drink some wine, paint, or do anything. And I, I like that. Yeah, that's beautiful. So like obviously I feel like many people have dated quite, you know, a good amount of people. And do you ever see like consistency in like why relationships fade out? Or is like what are signs that you start realizing that you're like, oh, this is gonna be ending soon? You know how sometimes you start getting those signs and you can kind of feel it and you know it's fading out. Sometimes we we're on the other end and we don't want it to, but we can still feel it. But are, is there any like consistency with that or? Just oh, like- definitely. I, I, I think it's just that like romantic stage where just like, you know, I get to meet you, we're connecting, everything's, you know, fun and games. And then little things, little red flags start popping up. Someone's being a little bit more needy than the other person. Now it's just like, oh, wait, like, do I really want this now? Because I have another girl I'm texting right now who's giving me not that type of attention. It's still like the romantic, I'm getting to know you level. And I feel like people are easy to drop other people because something simple. I don't think people work out their, their problems as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, we got a million other options. Why not? Why try to fix something with someone else when you could just move on to someone that might have everything you're looking for? It's an, I guess it's a number yeah. like. It's a very It's fascinating too. We had you know a girl that we were talking to earlier talking about one of the, the biggest challenges she has with guys is a, is a non-committal guy. 
So maybe you can, you can take this both ways. Like either, like what, what do you think, is it about, you know, the guys being non-committal? And then what would it be about a girl that would make you realize this is someone that you want to commit to? Yeah. You see, I'm trying to figure that out for the most part though, when I'm not trying to commit to someone it's because I'm not fully in it either, whether it's like, I'm not into her or it's more so she just doesn't have that spice that I'm looking for, or I'm not even in the right situation to be able to date someone. Cause when it's like, obviously when summer comes up, everyone's single It's because you have a lot of plans to be doing stuff with your friends, traveling. And if you're with someone, it's kind of like, it's almost like, feels like it's like another, you just got a part-time job. You know, you got to follow up with them. You got to make sure. So it's just like, do I want that? Like, I don't want that right now. I don't want to, this is where the selfish side comes out. I don't want to deal with other persons, you know, being affected or hurting their feelings unless it was as easy as hanging out with a friend, you know, if with a friend, you don't have to give that much attention to them. You know, you could not text them for three days and they're still going to be there. They're still your friend. You guys could still hang out with when, you, when you're talking to someone, you go three days without texting someone. Most people are going to freak out. What's going on? Why haven't you texted me? Why haven't you checked on me? And I think that's where I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want that. Mm. How long do you know when it's time to eject? So I think a lot of times people have like ups and downs sometimes. And sometimes there'll be phases, lots of this. So when do you mm-hmm. know if, if it's going to be like, there is a lot okay, of this person has no possibility? Or do you think like there might be something that, that you could do to help them get to that state? Right. Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, it ultimately depends on what type of relationship is it? Cause I mean, I personally, and it sounds horrible, I would keep talking to a girl because it's like we're going out, we're having good sex. So I want to prolong that. Even though I'm back in my head, I'm just like, I don't even think this is going to go anywhere. It's just the fact that I'm having fun. I'm going to enjoy this moment. But I'm very upfront in the beginning. Like, I just, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm dating around. I let girls know that. Some girls take it well, some girls completely hate that. But I'd rather be upfront and honest. Yeah, I have a question. Have has there ever been a girl you were like mentally really attracted to, but then when you had sex, it like wasn't that great. And then the more you tried, you're like, this just isn't getting better. Like it's, that's like a huge deal breaker. Yeah. 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 If you're going to marry someone, like I don't want to be teaching you what I like. <laughs> like you have to have like at least, you know, 60% of it there and then we could work on the rest. But definitely sex is a deal breaker if it's bad. Not going to lie. All right. I think we're going to figure out a little bit about what good sex looks like for you in the next little round. We're going to do this like rapid fire Q&A where you have, oh God, you can just say your thoughts about it. We may throw some dirty questions in there. We may throw some like innocuous questions like about politics in there as well. It's just to get a feel for your opinion and your stance on, on things. So don't feel like you have to go in detail, but just give us like a thought about how you feel about X, Y, or Z. So, Mish, do you want to start it off? How do you feel about strap-ons? Oh, I mean, yeah, if it's uh, another girl involved in a threesome, go ahead, work it on you girls, but not, not on with me. you. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on that. All right. Oh my God. 5G, is it a conspiracy or a fad? I have some really close friends that I think it's, it's definitely a fad, but I, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't dug into it. I have done a little bit of research, and I think it's going to fuck us up a little bit, at least later in life. We won't know until like, you know, we have a tumor in our head or something crazy like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lingerie or granny panties. 
lingerie, crotchless lingerie all day. Harness too, if, if, if you guys want to go the extra mile. All right. Group sex? Down. I'm down. Never done it, but I'm down. All right. <laughs> what about public sex? All for it. Right. All for it. That's probably like one of my one of my kinks for sure. Have you wait, where is the craziest place you've had sex? Airplane. No way. What? Wait, yes. in, in the bathroom or on the seat? <laughs> it was a full uh, it was a full plane in the bathroom. This is actually a really good story. So going in, tell her to go first, you know, try to plan this out. We're in the last row. So right next to a couple people and I time it badly the first time. Didn't work out. The second time it worked out. Doing my thing, all you could do is doggy style there because it's so fucking small. Um, and then the stewardess knocks on the door, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Like I'm gonna, I'm about to get caught. There's no way to do this. So I'm pretty slick. I hold her hair and be like, hey, and then I'm like, "Put your head in the toilet." And I said, "Oh, she's throwing up." I'm just trying to hold her hair, and then I just walk away. And the stewardess gives her some something to drink, and then I just sit down. My heart's fucking racing because I'm like, "I did she not know?" <laughs> But Wait, what yeah, would they even do story. if that like if they like would they arrest you? I think I think there might be a fine or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah, you, you get a fine. Totally worth it. Yeah, you, totally worth it. Totally, <laughs> totally worth smart. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's that was the craziest. That's the thrill though. I like the thrill. Get my heart racing. Right, what's a little your bit. go-to go-to line when you're talking dirty? Call me Poppy all day. <laughs> Call me Poppy. Hey, I like to dominate a little bit. Poppy. Poppy. She gotta have the accent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Well, I think I think that is a wrap for, for today's interview. If there's any advice that you would give, say, if you had a little mentee, a little guy who's just fresh into dating, what would you tell him before he's getting out there and, and, and hitting the dating world? Okay. So this is an approach that I took, especially if you're single. Go get rejected a couple of times. Get used to it. Just get used to it. And then everything will be easier and be yourself. That's honestly, that's all you got. There's no pickup lines that you know, get you girls. It's just all about confidence and personality. Amazing. Well, Esli, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great yeah. to get to know you and uh, and hear about yeah. all your dating. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys thank have you a good so weekend, much. all right? Yeah. And everybody out there listening, be sure to check us out on your Spotify, iTunes, whatever, and make sure to rate the show. Leave us a review. Even if you hate the show, make sure you leave us some love in the comments. So, we need your feedback so that we can grow. And of course, if you want to be featured on our show and have an interview with us, go ahead and visit dirtondating.com backslash single to introduce yourself. We need great singles like yourself to keep the show going. So yeah, don't be shy. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.